We had a little less conversation podcast. We'd like to let our listeners know about an excellent car buying opportunity exclusive to our show. Go see our friend Craig Peterson at Summit Automotive in Fond du Lac for all your car buying needs. And wait, it gets better. Mention that you listen to a little less conversation when you buy your car from Craig, and he will throw in a $50 gas card. That's right, people. Just for listening to our show, you'll get a $50 gas card from our friend Craig when you buy a car from him. Listen, you're going to buy a car anyways, so why not go see Craig Peterson at Summit Automotive and just say, hey, I listened to the guys on a little less conversation podcast too, and he's going to just give you 50 bucks in gas. So head on down to Summit and ask for Craig Peterson next time you're going to buy a car. Welcome to another episode of A Little Less Conversation Podcast. I am your host, Keith Meyer. With me always, the great Dom Foyt. Whoa. And the, and the good Aaron Halfman. You're such a dick. <laughs> <laughs> what a dick. Uh, Keith, did I ever tell you how much I really like you? Yes, you have. That's why you're the great <laughs> Dom Foyt. <laughs> and he called me a dick. That's why he's the good Aaron Halfman. Uh, today we're going to talk about the best concerts we've ever attended. Like we've said in the past, we're a little bit of music snobs. So... This ought to be interesting. Floyd, I'm going to toss it to you to start. All right. I got a few on my list. I'm just going to kind of work my way backwards. I went to a concert back in 1990 at the old Mecca Arena, which, in my opinion, is one of the best places that I've ever been to a concert. I was at one there, too. It's on my list. It is a good place. The sound there is just outstanding for an indoor venue. One of the the reasons I've got this on my list is because uh, it was a damn Yankees and bad company. With the two, and I had 10th row seats, which plays into it as well because I had great seats. But I had always been kind of a an outside Ted Nugent fan, and uh, he, he didn't disappoint at this concert. Uh, basically, it ended the damn Yankers portion, which Bad Company technically was a headliner, which I don't know why because I think at that point, damn Yankees was much bigger. But they ended their portion with Ted Nugent on stage, basically playing by himself, just going crazy. And then he played for so long that two of the bandmates came out, grabbed him one under each arm, and chicken wing him and dra- dragged him off stage. While he was backstage, he's still playing. Like, I mean, for like 10 minutes at least. At one point, he runs across the stage again with it, with the guys chasing him, and he just kept on playing. And it, was, and it wasn't like he was just playing anything. It was phenomenal what he was playing. But the other reason why... This was kind of notable is because, like I said, Bad Company was a headliner. But when they got took the stage, there were, I'm going to say, more than half of the crowd chanting for damn Yankees. And the, uh, the lead singer of uh, Bad Company, Neil Schoen, basically went into a tirade on stage saying we're not the fucking damn Yankees. <laughs> uh, and basically, in order, in order to get the crowd to be quiet, they had to have their drummer come out. And sing "Shooting Star" because he comes out, sits on the edge of the stage, and and, and sings it. And it kind of and it, well, everybody knows that song, so it was kind of a sing along song. That's how they kind of got out of it because after he went on this tirade, 
it was unbelievable how how much the crowd yeah, turned on him. That's just going to draw more attention to the other band when you do something like that. Right. Where, where was this Mecca? It was downtown Milwaukee. It's right across the street from the Bradley Center. Yep. So, it's still there. It's USL. Oh, it's still there? Now. Okay. Yeah. They don't they don't really use it for concerts so much anymore. No, it's mainly used now for the Milwaukee Wave, uh, the indoor soccer team. Yep. Cool. It, yeah. it was the Bucks old arena. Like Yeah. Yeah, way back in yeah, the before what, the eighties. Yeah. It also had the greatest floor ever. They actually they played a game there this year. The Bucks did. Yeah, that's right, they did. Because it was the fiftieth anniversary. Yep. They played there, and they brought back the old floor. Oh, I did see that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, like I said, great place. It's not, it's not the only place I have on my list that I saw a concert there, but, uh, yeah, one of my favorite places to I see. I thought it was tore down. No, it's still there. Matter of fact, they're going to tear down the Bradley Center and keep the old Mecca. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Although, in my opinion, Bradley Center, not the best place for a concert. Yeah. I've never seen a concert great, there. Great. I haven't been there. It was, it, was, it was a great basketball arena at its time, but not the best place for a concert. It was built for a hockey arena. They were trying to bring in a hockey team at the time. I'll go next, and I'm going to stick with the uh, with the old Mecca, or US Cellular Arena, as it's called now. It was actually the first concert I ever went to that I paid for anyways, and it was, uh, no doubt, Goodall's Bush. Uh, this had been probably 95. Was that where those two hooked up? It was on that tour, yeah, it was. Uh, I don't know if it was in Milwaukee or not, but it was that tour. <laughs> um, I'm just going to say it was that night, right? Yeah, we'll go with that. <laughs> I was I was actually a pretty big No Doubt fan before I went and saw them live. At the time that we saw them, the time of this concert, they just started playing like spiderwebs on the radio. So Just a Girl had kind of got some top player on MTV. The radio was starting to play spiderwebs. They came in. Now they only had really two albums to play off of, and they came in and just blew the doors off of the off the arena. I've seen No Doubt like seven times now. Gwen Stefani is like a firecracker on stage. Like she's just all over the place. She's jumping around like awesome, awesome. Wait, seven times you've seen them? Yeah, I've seen them like seven times. I'm a huge like, NFL fan. Like, are they still touring? No, I saw them like seven times in like like. 12 years. I was going to say, because it didn't seem like they were together all that long. No, I saw them like seven times like 12 years. And now, Groupie. Kind uh-huh. of, yeah. I, I won't even try to deny that. So you're um, a big Gwen Stefani fan? A huge Gwen Stefani fan. Gwen Stefani fan, yes. Mm-hmm. And this show was set up with a with a pit. They didn't have they didn't have seating on the floor. And they sold it as general mission. The whole, the whole show was general mission. So I was... During the No Doubt portion of the concert, I was there was one person between me and the rail. And then the Goodalls came on stage. And you want to talk about one of the worst concerts I've ever seen in my life. Just took the energy out of the place. Like, the whole place deflated. I actually left and went, went and sat down. I went and sat down because there was no reason to stand for this band. And I'm a huge Bush fan, too, so... I didn't really want to leave my spot because I had such a good spot for the No, no Doubt show. That I was going to say, did you leave the arena and go get something to eat? It pretty much could have. Like, <laughs> and then Bush came out. And, and by the way, I wanted to, I want to point out that the Goo Goo Dolls apparently have gotten better. We saw them early. The only song that you'd have known by the Goo Goo Dolls at the time was Name, and so it was before they had all their big hits. And then Bush came out the headline, and they're another band that puts on a show. I've seen them like three times, I think, and. I've never been disappointed by him. Gavin puts on a show, and he knows what he's doing out there. And, yeah, I mean. It's one of the bands I wish I had seen. I haven't seen Butch, but I when they when they were making a run in the 90s, uh, 
they were probably one of my favorite bands at that point. Uh, like I said, saw them three times, and actually, my wife and I's first date was a Bush concert, which, ironically, that concert didn't make my list. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Heather. There was no other good band with that with that concert with Bush that night. But you know, like when I made my my list of favorite concerts, it wasn't always just the band, just how they sounded. Not even always necessarily who was playing, but the whole experience. Yeah, the whole environment. Yep. And that's the thing. Like you said, the Mecca is one of the best places to see a concert. Uh, I don't know why they don't hold more shows there. I, they'll never hold them now that they built that new arena. Because people aren't going to choose the Mecca over the new entertainment arena. Right, right. But I, the one thing that the problem they did have there is uh, I don't know if they changed any of that since they've, because uh, I know they've done a lot of work on it. The bathroom facilities no, were, 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 were kind of lacking for the amount of crowd, you know, the size yeah. crowd you would get in there. Happen, who do you got? Well, my first concert was, I believe it was at the Marcus Amphitheater. To be honest, most of my concerts, a lot of the actual concert itself, I don't remember a whole lot of. <laughs> 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 we pretty much get that fucked up. Um, but in like, what was it, 97 or 98, we went to Jam for Peace. And it was Ice Cube, Bone Thugs and Harmony, supposed to be Timbaland and Magoo, but Timbaland had his wisdom teeth pulled out, so it was just Magoo, who nobody really knew. I actually know Magoo. Do you? Yes. Like, personally? No, not personally. You don't call him Mr., do you? No. Okay. And Montel Jordan. Uh, yeah. How was he? I'm just curious how he was. He was good. I think he only did a couple songs. Yeah, well, he only had one. Well, yeah. So I think he probably <laughs> did two. One that everybody knew. Um, yeah, but Ice Cube was awesome. You know, it's funny you should mention him because he's actually coming to the rave this month. Ice like, Cube? Yeah. Why would he come to the rave? I don't know, but he's not, he, they haven't sold out. They're actually what? doing BOGO tickets for his concert right now to try to get more people in there. Really? Yeah, I couldn't believe it when I saw it. I'm like, you're going to go? I should, but dude, the rave in July, you know how hot it's going to be in there? Dude. Hot. Yeah, one of the best places to see a concert is the rave. But in July, just too effing hot. You know, you you should go, and you know how you make sure that it's not so hot in there. You make sure you're the only one in there. You take a bunch of cans of tuna and open it up in there. (laughs) Within an hour, everyone will be gone. Uh, Like (laughs) I went and saw Rob Zombie there in like October. It was like 150 degrees in that place. I can't imagine going to see a concert in that place. Yeah, because you start lighting off any pyros in there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the worst part is like when I was there, and just a couple years ago, I went there to see Rob Zombie at the rave, and I, I bought a bottle of water, and they just pick it up off the floor. Like they don't even what, keep some, some warm water. Yeah. Are now, you hot here? Let yeah. me get you some warm water. It's not even warm. It's hot because it's like oh, 110 degrees yeah. in that place. <laughs> and they charged me like five bucks for a twenty ounce bottle of water. You told them you weren't going to use it to shower, right? Uh, it was like I couldn't believe it. I'm like, dude, you, you guys have coolers, but they have nothing but their booze in the coolers. <laughs> keep the important stuff. Yeah. Going, Wait, I you guess. said booze, right? Yeah. Okay. Or boobs. <laughs> Well, you gotta stay cool somehow. Yeah. One thing about that concert that I remember was that um, Bone Thugs was the last to come out on stage, and the rumor because it took them a long time to come out actually come out on stage, and the rumor was going around that they were saying that there weren't enough people there, so they were possibly not going to come out. So a bunch of people just started leaving. 
And then they came out. We left too after like two songs. We left. But really, I'm a Bone Thugs fan. I thought that would have been a good, been a good concert. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure that they were good, but just too long. Yeah, I mean, we waited a long time for them to come out. I, I got a story like that too with one of my bands. <laughs> came out way late. It wasn't Guns and Roses, was no. it? No. Okay. No. <laughs> Because everybody's got one of those stories, I think. Unfortunately, I've never seen Guns N' Roses. Neither have I, and it's because of that reason. <laughs> because they... He, well, Axel was well-known neither come out very late or eh, on a few occasions, just don't come out at all. Really? Apparently, he's a little bit better better now. You heard the story about the Metallica concert with them, right? Where they were... Metallica opened up for them, and when James had... Wait, got, what? Metallica yeah. opened up for Guns this, N' Roses? This has been in, like, 30 years yeah. Oh. Thanks, man. Thanks. This has been during the appetite. The is alive. That one snuck up on me. I didn't even feel that one coming. This has been during the appetite uh, era, or maybe yeah. just after that. I don't know. But James Hatfield got burned by one of the pyros mm. and had to leave. Like, he couldn't play anymore. And the rest of the band went up to Axl Rose and, like, hey, you guys want to take the stage, like, early and play, like, a, you know, you could have been a fucking hero, dude. You go out there, you play, like, a two hour set, fucking rock the house because somebody got hurt. No, he wouldn't come out. He made the he made the crowd wait like two hours before. Could have went out and played oh. all of Use yeah. Your Illusion yeah. one and two. Yeah. Like, and and how awesome! Like you'd have been legendary for doing that if you do it, but he chose not to. And yeah, well, now he's legendary for different reasons. Yeah. Now he's yeah. legendary for not doing it. Yeah, right. All right. Next one I got down is uh, Leonard Skinnerd. No, I didn't see him a long um, that long ago. It was this was only uh, back in 20, 2011. They played here in. Oshkosh at Rock USA. And honestly, I was there to see a couple other bands. Leonard Skinner blew them away. Like, they were, it was probably musically the best concert I've ever been to. Like, it was, you could take one of their albums and play it, and that's what it sounded like. They were that good. And, okay, now these guys are not young guys. They're up there headbanging, running around the stage. They, they put all these other bands, who all of which were younger than they were, to shame. Like, you wonder where these guys got their energy from. But, like I said, musically, it was like it was like listening to recording. Can you imagine what they'd have been like before Ronnie Van Zandt died? Oh, God. I, I'm not the biggest Skinner fan. But no, I nor am I. But I, I have, like, I've always had some respect for him. I mean, don't get me wrong. Freebird's one of the greatest songs ever written. Mm-hmm. Well, right. Yeah. And... And I like a lot of their songs, actually. But it, but I was never one of those guys that like, oh, I gotta really go, I gotta go see yeah. Leonard Skinner. But newfound respect for him, like, uh, I will never forget how how good they sounded. And I, I was just, I think I sat there with my mouth open half half the concert, just in awe. Do they still have the majority of the group, or is it? I think it's everybody but Ronnie Mantine, doesn't okay. it? And then his brother. To my knowledge, yes, that's yeah. a, that's it's brother. I don't know. I can't remember his name. The new lead singer, but. Uh, it's, it's not Stevie, is it? For some reason I want Stevie, but I don't think it is. Stevie? <laughs> I don't like it, Stevie. But it's the same band, except his brother is now the lead singer. Right. I'm sure we'll get like 100 for a emails on, on the guy's name now when we put this on. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with the whole uh, main act being late for the show. Back in 98, I went and saw an Everclear concert, which this is kind of ironic because they're touring again right now with the same lineup. It, it was Fastball, Marcy's Playground, and Everclear. And right now they're touring with Fastball, Marcy's Playground, and Everclear. <laughs> Marcy's Playground still tours? Yeah. 
You know what? Marcy's playground wasn't bad. Fastball was terrible. I don't know if you guys remember that. They name. only have like one song, yeah, right? Yeah, it's not just Marcy's Playground, but... Um, yeah, yeah. And, it's, and it's not good. But <laughs> Sex and Candy's good, dude. That one's okay, but well, Fastball's Well, Sex and Candy's song. good, but their song is not good. What the hell is that Fastball song? The Way. Where were they going without ever knowing the way? You know it. They made up oh, their minds, yeah. and they started driving. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Before the sun came up, <laughs> yep, that's day. it right there. Oh, yeah. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. They were bad. I'm not going to lie. Uh, they were horrible. Marcy's Playground was all right. Sex, Sex and Candy was great. They got the uh, crowd hugely into it, obviously. And at the time, this is June of 98, so that song was, like, peaking. And then Everclear was supposed to take stage. Now, I'm a big Everclear fan. I've seen them. I've actually seen them more than I've seen No Doubt. It's like we waited, like, an hour and a half for them to come on stage. After after, Marcy's playground left, and like people were starting to get pissed and ready to leave. But this is who you paid to see. You know what I'm saying? This is June of '98. Like all their they they just released like the I believe like the Wonderful album was out and stuff like that. So all their hit songs are out. And finally, they take the sh- they take the stage about an hour and a half later. And first thing they do is they apologize to the crowd. And this is what the lead singer of, of Everclear said. Hey, man, we're sorry for being late, but our heroes, Paige and Plant, were playing over at the Bradley Center, so we went and caught some of their show. <laughs> and, and it's funny because in one of his songs, he talks about how he didn't start playing music until after he heard, heard a Led Zeppelin CD, and you're like, or a Led Zeppelin song, you're like, man, these guys really went and saw their heroes play, and then... Why am I here? Yeah. I should be across the road. So were you still mad? No, I wasn't mad when he came out and said that. You're like, oh, yeah, that makes total sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what should happen in that situation. And they came out, and I'm not, they blew the, they blew the the roof off the place. And we're at the Majesca, which I, have you ever seen a show there? Never been there. No, you? Mm -mm. No. It's a cool little concert, and and it's small, a little bit more intimate. It's pretty cool. And they had a pit, and then they have seats in the back. And we were in the pit, obviously. I was there with my then girlfriend, now wife. And a lot of people were getting body passed. I mean, this is nineties. That's what people did, right? Did you get body passed? No, I don't. I've never been body passed in my life. But uh, they passed on your body. I would have said that's the greatest concert of all time if Keith got body passed. So picture this now: they they came back for their encore, and they're in the last song of their encore, so they're in the last song of the night, and this chick's getting body passed. She comes over the top of us, and I pass her forward. Nobody catches her. Dude, yeah, because no one else is that tall. Like, 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 no poster sticks rows up. Like, nobody in front of us realized that people were that this girl was getting body passed, and she fell straight down on her on her skull, like from above me. So we're talking almost eight feet in the air, straight down on her skull. Like you could hear her skull hit hit the concrete over the music. Was it like a watermelon? Dude, it wasn't good. So we get we get security's attention, right? And security comes up to us and he's like, "Dude, form a circle. Let's let's keep her, keep people away from her, because she wasn't moving. Like she was just laying on the on the concrete floor. So we just basically formed a circle until the song was over, and then everybody left. She was still laying on the floor, and when we were driving away, you could hear the ambulance falling up. Oh man! <laughs> <laughs> did you ever hear anything in the news? You're no, right. that is a great concert. Oh, no. I never did. Somebody died. It, it is possible. Oh, I'm, not gonna lie. Kill. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, you'd remember that one. Oh, my God. Yeah. 
it makes me think you'll never forget that sound. No, dude. Because like they're playing cement floor. Yeah. Oh. And they're playing. Ooh. And they're playing. Um. Uh, what's her big hit? Santa Monica, right? So it's a little bit slower. And also, you just hear <laughs> on the concrete. You're like, oh. <laughs> I almost, I almost feel bad about laughing about this. Dude, like we weren't laughing that night, like because Heather, Heather was kind of like in front of me, but off to the side. And when that girl hit, Heather just turned and looked at me. She's like, "Oh my god!" I'm like, "Dude, look, we got to get security." We started passing the word up to the cage because, or to the rail, because we were only probably ten people back. By your description, I can't believe security didn't already know, dude. Well, I'm sure they couldn't hear it, but man. like melon alert, melon alert! Someone just cracked their melon on the ground, dude. It was. It was crazy. By the way, lead singer of uh, Leonard Skinner, Donnie Van Zandt. Donnie Van Zandt. Donnie, what did you say, Don, Timmy? No, I said Stevie. Stevie Not that far Timmy, off. Donnie, Steve, Ronnie, Donnie, Ronnie, Kenny, Ronnie, Bobby, Ronnie. Ian, Mike. No, wait. You <laughs> <laughs> might have them on his concert. He might. No, I don't. He <laughs> might. I definitely don't. Know. I, I never saw him in concert, but I tell you what, the, the little miniseries they made about him. Kind of interesting. Yeah? Didn't watch it. Me neither. On what? Where was that on? He doesn't. Some cable channel. I don't know. TV. We're going we're gonna, <laughs> to. I'm just going to say VH1. I have Probably no idea. I have I no idea. Yeah. Well, let's see. Where do I want to go next? Uh, Mumford and Sons. I saw them in uh, September September of 2013 at the Marcus Amphitheater in Milwaukee. And that was a good concert. That's one that I don't remember very much of. <laughs> I remember it was so packed. We had, like, nowhere to stand. And what do they call those guys? Like, the ushers or whatever? Yeah. Coming around, and they're like, you guys got to move in. And there was, like, nowhere to go. Like, they totally the oversold. I think it was the Marcus. Were you in the grass? Because that would be the only place that... Or the bleachers? Um... Yeah, there were bleachers, and then yeah. there was like grass, grass behind us. Yeah, but like it was so packed, no one, you, there was nowhere to go, and they're trying to like push people in. And that's actually a pretty nice venue to see a concert at. Well, maybe if they don't oversell it. Well, yeah. <laughs> they just kept yelling at us, "Move in, move in!" We're like, <laughs> "We can't, we can't move anywhere." The people, the space ratio is in the negative right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure someone is inside me right now. Hey now. <laughs> That's a whole other kind of concert right there. Um, it's the same feeling you get at any uh, Wisconsin Badgers Green Bay Packer game, where Someone's you're literally you? you're literally taking up the same space as someone else. Is that your brat? <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't know they made them that big. No, from what I remember, from what I remember, that concert was really good. I've, I've heard they're pretty good live. Keith's yeah. answer to, is they're that your brat? No, that's my third leg. <laughs> oh! Hey now. Hey now. There it is. I don't know if that's going to get in anywhere. <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep it PG, guys. PG. Oh, God. Why would we start now? Pretty goddamn raunchy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got another one? I oh, think we're sure. He doesn't remember any of the concerts, so I can't really talk about it. <laughs> Don't you guys get like totally fucked up at concerts? No. No? 
Oh. Honestly, it, like, I have been, but by the time, I still remember most of it. Really? Like, I, and I used to go to Alpine Valley when you could tailgate there, like, all day long. Yeah. Like, you didn't even have to I go. I got a concert coming up with You didn't even have to go in. You could just tailgate. Yeah. As long as you paid the parking fee, and you could hear everything. That's a cool place. The, it's it's probably so you the, haven't seen. I've never seen uh-huh. a concert. You it's see probably the best best concert venue That's what I've heard. as far as a big concert. I mean, there's a lot to be said for some of the more intimate places, but to see a big concert, there's not a bad seat in the house. Like I used to buy grass seats, and you're, I mean, you feel like you're a mile away when you look down there. Yeah, but you can still see everything that's happening, especially with you know they all have their their big jumbotrons in the back or whatever. You can see what's going on. Yeah, but uh, yeah, great place to watch a concert. That being said, my next one's actually in a small venue. <laughs> it's actually right in Fond du Lac at the Shack. I saw Jackal there. Um, Those guys will play anywhere, man. They will. I mean, and they play. They'll play at Alpine Valley, and then yeah. they'll play a little place like that. The best part about it is, and, and they sounded really good, really good there. That's actually a good, a good smaller venue to hear to hear a concert too. But the thing that set them aside for me was how accessible these guys were, both during and after the concert. Like coming up, signing anything anybody wanted signed, talking to them, shake their hand, talk to them. You know, it's cool in bands do that. We actually went and saw Jim Blossoms at uh, Waterfest in Oshkosh one time and. Uh, when they're playing their popular songs, a lot of people pull their phones out and try to record it. Mm-hmm. Well, if you were in like the first two rows, and it was kind of is open, you know, it's general mission, no seats. And if you were in the first two rows and he saw you doing that, he'd grab your phone and he'd just hold it up to the microphone and sing it directly in your phone for you. And I thought that was pretty cool because now you forever have that recording in your phone. Not it, that I'd want that, it, but yeah, it's it's nice to see that some of these guys, you know, and I'm not saying that there's not a lot of them that do, but the ones like this that actually show it. And realize that this is a big deal to a lot of people. Yeah. Like, like you talk about some of those guys seeing their their heroes, Page and Plant. I mean, yeah. all these guys could be a hero to somebody else just starting out. You know what I mean? Uh, or just big fans. And uh, the fact that they took the time and Jesse James Dupree, the lead singer, he sat there the entire time. Matter of fact, I know somebody who went back twice <laughs> to uh, to talk to him, got a hug, picture. I mean, he did whatever whatever was. You know, you wanted basically he did. Hmm. I mean, he was probably there an hour after sh- after the show, doing that. So that's what kind of made it good because, and like I said, sounded great and everything like that. It was a good time, but then uh, seeing something like that, I mean, something you don't see every day. Do you know if they're from the Midwest? Because they've been just didn't they play Walleye Weekend too? They did. Um, no, they're they're actually I, South Dakota. I don't know if that's where they're from, but doesn't he own the, the Full Throttle Saloon, or is he part owner of the Full Throttle well, Saloon? He's part owner now. He wasn't. He was just good friends with the owner originally, and I, he's kind of bought his way in. They're from down south somewhere. First thing that popped in my mind was Georgia, but I don't know that for sure. Hmm. To go back to bands doing cool things, uh, this, band didn't, this band actually made my honorable mention list, and it was because it wasn't actually their concert, but it was at uh, a new rock fest back when one of the radio stations in Milwaukee used to put on an all-day festival of music, and they had Green Day there. And I'm not the biggest Green Day fan. I like Green Day. Like, the Dookie CD is great, but anything post-Dookie I don't really care for. And you say post-Dookie. Yeah, isn't that great? This is one of the few few uh, places. They like Dookie, post-Dookie. but it doesn't like post-Dookie. Yeah. <laughs> which is the wiping part. <laughs> but, oh, I just, I just took it as Dookie that looked like a post. <laughs> but, uh... They, they have the song Brain, 
brain stew, which I don't know. If, I'm sure you know that. I don't know if you do. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but what they did is they asked the crowd, "Hey, anybody want anybody know how to play guitar?" You know, everybody raises their hand and knows how to play. It, and they first guy like, "How many years have you been playing?" He's like, two years." He's like, "No, you don't have enough time." And then he asked another guy, "He's like, I've been playing 13 years." He goes, "All right, come on stage." So they pulled him on stage, and he played the guitar riff to Brain Stew. Now, from what I understand, like, I've never played any instrument in my life, but the guitar riff for Brain Stew is pretty much... Not even a skin flute? <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> if you weren't going to say it, I was going to say so it. I, I figured I'd beat you to the punch this time. Uh, no. And, <laughs> and, but this guy went on stage, and he got to play an entire song with Green Day, which I thought was pretty cool. You never played a, an instrument in school or like... Believe it or not, I was in chorus, man. Were you? Yeah. I can tell. I can yeah. tell. I, yes. Get the voice I, of an angel. I, good bass. I, I'm stunned by that news. <laughs> yeah. Well, we had to take a music class. I in, mean... In middle school. I mean, like... I, I mean, well, I, I we had music like, class Like, when you had the grand school, finale and you, you whip your arms up, do you, like, take people out? Uh, yeah, I, I was... <laughs> believe it or not, I was never a solo in middle school. <laughs> But I'm not gonna lie, course is a lot of fun in middle school. I felt like everybody had to play like the recorder or something stupid like that in grade school. Nope. Like we had music class, and I think we all had to like you know, dude, try the recorder or some shit. I don't know. I was the shit on the triangle. The triangle. Yeah, yeah. I had my own solo. <laughs> the I triangle. Did, solo. I did try the saxophone. Yeah, how'd yeah. that work? Uh, it lasted like a few G? weeks. Kenny G. Were you like uh, Homer Simpson? Saxophone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it didn't last very long. Yeah, I, uh, I begged my parents; they got me lessons. I think it lasted like three or four weeks or something. Then I quit, and then I tried the guitar too. Did that for a couple months. The only thing that. I did is I, is I tried teaching myself to play the piano, which I actually was—I'm not going to say it was anywhere near good, but I was actually surprised at how how much I caught on trying to do that. Because, you know, they have books that you can just basically read and figure yeah. it out yourself. Yeah. And then, so then after that, I decided, huh, I can teach myself to play the guitar. Yeah, no. 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 <laughs> no. I've tried numerous times since I was a kid and took lessons because I went and bought an acoustic guitar and some other stuff, some DVDs to, like, teach yourself. And I'm good for, like, a couple days. And then I just set it down and I don't pick you it up. You still have years. it? Oh, yeah. Are you ever going to teach yourself? I don't know. Maybe. The day you decide not to, you just need to smash that thing. Smash it. Smash it. Like Actually, I grand just, finale on stage. Uh, smash it. I just came up with a great idea for a podcast. Half been trying to teach himself how to play the guitar. Really? Like the whole Who's going to want to hear that? Wait, no, I'm not done. Though. While you're doing that, we're going to sit back and critique you. <laughs> <laughs> that does not sound like fun. I think the people want to hear it. <laughs> I don't think they do. I, I, and. He can sing while he's playing. That would be that would be and an expectation. <laughs> I mean, I think I think we're onto something. I don't I don't think so. Tune in next week, right? <laughs> Nobody's going to tune into that. I would. <laughs> um, I'm going to go back with another Everthor concert. Uh, this was actually from two years. Prior. The band again, right? Yes, the band. Okay. Yeah, unlike Halfman. Uh, he liked Everclear, too. Yeah. Just, just like drinking it. <laughs> Basically, yes. Um, this would have been two years prior to the one where they were late. Uh, this would have been at... It was a free stage at Summerfest, which 
people who listen to us, if you've never been to Summerfest, I don't care where in the world you live, you have to fly to Milwaukee during the week of, last week of June, first week of July, and go to Summerfest. It's the most amazing spectacle of music ever. I would agree with that. And, and actually, none of my Summerfest concerts made my list, but that doesn't take away from the fact that it's it's awesome there. It really yeah. is. I was there literally the day before yesterday, because we're, we're actually recording this in middle of July, and yeah, it's so much fun. Uh, anyways... Back in July, July of 96, I saw on a free stage three bands all in a row. It was Tracy Bottom, Space Hog, and Everclear. Do you guys know who Tracy Bottom is? Yep. I know the name. What does she, she sing? She sings the song Mother, Mother. She plays an electric. Mother, Mother. No. Not no, that not that one. one. <laughs> she plays an electric. Then fiddle. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> She plays an electric fiddle, but she rocks. It's not like mm. it's not your typical fiddle music. Uh, she came out and played a great set. Not spectacular, but for a band that would have been playing middle afternoon at some. Did, did you know know of her before? Yeah. yeah, yeah. The song "Mother Mother" was actually quite popular at the time. Then Space Hog came out, and Space Hog is a pretty fantastic concert. Uh, they put on a hell of a show, and they they get the crowd into it very much, like. They know what they're doing. They're definitely professionals. And then Everclear came out. And like I've said before, I've seen Everclear. I don't even know how many times. And I've never been disappointed by an Everclear show. They come out and they're, they are just rocking. And Summerfest, they usually play about two hours for a set on the free stage, especially back then. And this is back on the old laser stage uh, when Laser 103 was in Milwaukee. And That's a blast from the past. Yeah. Well, their free stages were, they had the top bands of the time. I mean, they, they had bands that were current. They may not have gone on to do great things, but at the time they had hits in, in the, at least a rock top 40. Uh, but Everclear's playing, and there's fireworks like three three nights out of the year at Summerfest. And the fireworks start going off in the background. Now that you got a picture of the stage actually behind you is the lake, and they are obviously setting the fireworks off from a barge on the lake. And these guys play mid song. They stop their they stop their song and they watch the fireworks. So everybody turns around, and watches the fireworks, and Milwaukee puts on a pretty spectacular fireworks show for the Big Bang. And after the fireworks were done, they picked up from the very same note that they left off on in the middle of their song. It was fantastic, like just same same note, same guitar riff, same lyrics. So that had to be planned, right? I, no, it couldn't have been planned because. They didn't know when the fireworks were going to start. Really? You don't think they could have found out? No, because the fireworks, they always say, start at dusk. You know what I'm saying? They don't put a time on when the fireworks are actually going to start down there. Which is why they could have had a plan. They could have been like, okay, dude, we're going to be playing this song. When we st- when you, you set off the fireworks while we're playing this song, and we're just going to stop it right there. No, I'm not saying, I'm, I'm not, I'm not saying that they... That they didn't have it's a still stop cool. point. I'm not saying that they didn't have a stop point. It's not like the first firework went off and they stopped. There's one or two fireworks went off and then they stopped because everybody was turning away from the band anyways. So they might have had a point in their song where they knew that they could pick back up. But yeah, it was pretty cool to see. Like for for a band to do that, it's pretty awesome. That's yeah, pretty cool. And the fact that I back then in the in the mid nineties you could buy a pin. I'm just happy they were on time. Yeah, so Cause, cause they could have been down at the uh, at the Harley stage, you know, watching <laughs> or or the main stage. Who knows who was on the main stage? Yeah, right, right. Um, it was probably Tom Petty. <laughs> my man, he plays there. Seems like every July. Um, but back back in the day, you used to be able to buy a pin and it cost you three bucks. 
And between the hours of noon and three, you got in for just the cost of the pin. You just had to show your pin. So my buddy and I, we had a job where we were done, we were done working by noon every day. So we'd work, shower, eat, head on down to the Summerfest, pay three bucks. We'd go every day for three bucks, a total of $3. So I saw all these vans for not even three bucks. It was 10, day, 10 divided by three, you know what I'm saying? Wow. Happen, you got another one over there, buddy? I got another one. Another you one remember? you don't remember? You remember this one? Um, this one I remember a little better than the other ones. It was in 2013 at the Rave, Imagine Dragons. So this was like just before they got super huge. Wait a minute. You saw the Imagine Dragons? I saw the Imagine Dragons. I've known you for how long, and I didn't know that you ever saw the Imagine Dragons in I, concert. I, I saw the Imagine Dragons. I think of all the lost opportunities to make fun of you. When was this? <laughs> 2013. Do you remember what month? Um, I don't. I'd have to look it up. Because wh- what year did they play Summerfest? Because you guys remember what happened to them at Summerfest? No. People started climbing the fences because they were playing a free stage at Summerfest, and it was right about when they blew up because they weren't real big when they booked them, and then they just exploded. And they're playing this free stage at Summerfest, and people were literally climbing the the, the fences to get into Summerfest. So. Basically, the Summerfest officials said, just open the gates. And they just let everybody come in. <laughs> really? So, if you were down there and didn't have a That's... ticket, you got to see them or nothing. <laughs> so well, we knew that that was probably going to be the last time they'd be at the rave. Like, it was so packed. It was unbelievable. I went down. I went with Robert Martinez, or Martinez. We call him Bob. And Craig Peterson. Hey, Craig! Craig! Craig. Welcome to the show, Craig. <laughs> yeah. It was a good time. They came out with, uh, they did Radioactive. They had that, this drum that was probably, Christ, I don't know, seven feet tall, eight feet tall. They came out with those big old drumsticks and it was just banging. It was awesome. That was, is one of my favorite venues to see. Were they real drumsticks or were they like those thunder sticks? Because they've been awesome. What's a thunder stick? Come on, the, the balloons. They had them at, they had them at the sporting goods or sporting, sporting uh, events. events? They started, I think it started in soccer. It's kind of the ones that started them after the Vuvuzelas went to hell. They're, they're, oh, yeah, they're real long balloons that are kind of like rounded. And you just you smack, smack them together. Yeah, no, it wasn't those. Oh, no, it wasn't that would have been big, cool. Big, big ball on them, you know? Like, like from the gong show? Like, yeah, like that. <laughs> Sweet. That was awesome. I have all all the respect for the Magic Dragons now. Yeah. <laughs> and then we went and got fucked up. <laughs> We did. We went downtown and got totally annihilated and ended up at George Webb at like, I don't know what time, like oh, 2 in the morning. If you're going to do that, how can you not end up at George Webb or Perkins or Denny's yeah. Denny's or well, Country Kitchen? This was kind of a rough, rough George Webb. We shouldn't have been there. I can tell you that. <laughs> I think Craig was scared. But, but the burgers were good, right? Um, I don't know. He doesn't I don't, remember? I don't remember. <laughs> Wait a minute. You said Craig, I remember somebody, Craig was scared? I'm Probably. I don't know. All he had to do was offer to sell him a vehicle. Somebody somebody peed their pants down there. I'm not going to tell you who, though. It was really? You. Okay. No, it wasn't him. No. No. <laughs> it wasn't Craig. We'll talk to Bob. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go. Uh, the next one was actually uh, at Alpine Valley. 
was uh, July of 1990. It was Motley Crue during their Dr. Feelgood tour. And besides putting on a really kick-ass show, the thing that was kind of crazy about this is they actually played, I believe it was two days in a row. Um, they were filming their video for the same old situation. And uh, so they, they did it over the course of the two days. And if you watch if you watch that video, if you've ever seen it, they have a camera inside a bubble that they pass along in front of the crowd. It's the first time. I, I've seen it a few times since then that people have done stuff like that. That's the first time I'd, I'd ever seen that, though. I know a buddy of mine was, was down in front. He had, he had uh, uh, really good tickets. Don't know. Never saw him in, on camera, but he claims that he had it in his hand or whatever. But just like I expected them to sound good because of this, but they, they sounded outstanding. I want to say that I'm in that video because they pan the crowd. There's like 30,000 30, people there. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure I'm in there. If you look, I'm the guy wearing the black t-shirt. Oh, you're that one. The black Motley Crue t-shirt. Oh. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> and kind of a side note about this is this concert took place a little over a month before Stevie Ray Vaughan was killed at Alpine Valley in a helicopter crash. Because hmm. I remember thinking, when, when, when I heard the news that that happened, I'm like, I was just freaking there. Yeah. Yep. Uh, my next one, actually I went and saw at Summerfest at uh, the main stage, the Marcus, uh, in 2011. And it was Hart and Def Leppard. Uh, I'm going to be honest, Def Leppard's probably my favorite band of all time. And for some reason, this is the only time I've ever seen them live. I don't, I don't know. I've seen No Doubt and Everclear like 30 times total. But I think I tried to get you to go see him with me once one more time. I, you did. Where? At Rock USA. Yeah, Rock oh. USA. He was scared off by sticks. Yeah, I can't handle sticks. <laughs> sticks was... They killed it, man. Killed uh, it. Yeah. I'm sure they did. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I, I wasn't a big fan of Heart. Though I admit she can sing, um, but they blew me away. I'm, I'm actually more of a fan of Heart now that I've seen them than I was before I went and saw them, and because they haven't had a hit since late eighties, right? Like it's probably the last time they had a hit. I mean, they had that thing on the yeah. internet. They had that thing on the internet where they covered the uh, Stairway to Heaven. Yeah, Stairway to Heaven. But they were amazing live. Um, what's guitarist's name? The sister. I get I get Ann and Nancy mixed up. Nancy, Ann's lead singer. Nancy, uh, for being as old as she is, she runs all over stage like she's she's pretty cool. And then Def Leppard came in, and it, it's it's kind of funny. My wife went with me; she's the one that actually bought me the tickets, and she claimed not to be a Def Leppard fan. And she's like, I probably only know like three or four songs. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, no, you're not. And I'm like, you're gonna know. If you just lived about- under a rock, you know three or four songs. Yeah. I'm like, you're gonna know just about every song they play. And they came out on stage, and I'm not. They played for two hours, probably, and I don't think there was a song she didn't know. Uh, it's probably the best set of music I've ever seen at one concert. They still sound great uh, musically, and like his vocals are still great. Uh, I couldn't believe, it. And, and their stage presentation is pretty amazing too. I, I don't know how much tickets cost for that because she bought them without me, but it was worth every penny that we paid. I'm just gonna say I could sit and watch. Just watch Rick Allen play drums. Oh, and I wouldn't even have to see anything else. Yeah, yeah. Him and his one arm and his two feet, man. Like it's it just blows my mind even to this day how how much sound that guy creates with one less arm than anyone else. Yeah. Anything else over there happen? 
I've got my last probably really good one was um, Pearl Jam when they did their PJ20 tour. Went and saw them at Al. Oh, God. <laughs> that was rude. Pearl Jam is so good. They are so good. So we went and saw them at um at uh, Alpine Valley. Again, I was with Craig Peterson and my buddy TJ, and we went down there and we we had my Jeep and we opened up the the hatch of the Jeep and we had like this little canvas thing that you know came out like almost like a little tent. Pulled out the deep fryer, deep fried some walleye, got totally fucking smashed. <laughs> you got to go to a concert there. It's Fucking awesome! It was closed but, for a while. They just recently reopened, it, didn't they? Why was it they, closed? They closed it down for like two years. Didn't have any concerts there. Why? I, I, I don't. I don't know why. I don't know why. I know. I know they stopped the. Uh, uh, long ago, they stopped the uh, the tailgating, where you basically couldn't tailgate. You there. can't do that anymore. No, you basically you go down. You go in and see the oh. unless it's changed since they reopened. But yeah, I know it was closed I, down I for know. a while. Because I think they just reopened it like in the last year or two with da- uh, Dave Matthews. I, I think, because I, I actually think that they were having some money problems. Yeah, I think so too. Which blows my mind because there was one point in the, you know, late 80s, early 90s that that was the place. Yeah. If you were coming into the Midwest, that was one of the places you wanted to play a concert. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, but that was a good time. We actually. I don't know, we partied with some other people, but there was this this one guy, I remember, who was in a wheelchair. It was him and his sister, and they were kind of hanging out by us, and we had some, I think we were drinking bush light. And, uh, what do you guys want for the high-quality stuff? Right, right, keeping it classy. So he takes this bush light, and he wheels over to like this little walking path where everybody walks between the cars to go to the concert, and he sets it there, and he's got a, what do you want to call it, where he pisses out of the little... Oh, he's got, he's got a... A stadium pal? Yeah. No, no, no. No? No, like a medical, like a... Oh! oh he's catheter, catheter. Catheter type thing. Catheter, okay. Yeah. And he went over there... I was there, way off. And he's emptying his catheter on top of this beer. So it's just like covered in piss, right? And these cops are walking by and they're like, just looking at him, whatever. Then he wheels back over by us and we're all sitting there just watching the beer. Some fucking moron walks up, tricks it up, <laughs> shakes it off. Opens it up and starts drinking it as he's walking into the concert. Like, "Uh, eh, eh." (laughs) just wrong. Uh huh. Was it piss warm? It was piss warm. (laughs) It was piss warm. (laughs) But um, one of the cool things about that concert was that they had Chris Cornell come out and they did like some Hunger Strike and a couple other songs from that. So yeah, that was a good concert. Also, it did have some redeeming qualities. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> and there were the other bands that were there. Call we didn't even dumb. go in and Please see them. Like Queens of the Stone Age was there. Mm. They're we pretty good. We didn't go in for them. All right. I don't mind Queens of the Stone Age. I don't know if I'd go pay to see them, but if they were opening up for somebody, I'd probably go see them. Yeah, no. We sat out there and got wasted. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Can't do that at Summerfest anymore, dude. They get like eight and a half dollars for a freaking can of beer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ridiculous. That's why you gotta be only the rich can get wasted. Look at this Alpine Valley thing, because <laughs> that's that was that's half the fun of going to a concert there. Yeah, it was basically like going to see a Brewer game, but you went and saw bands instead. Yeah, it's great. I'm gonna look this stuff up here. 
You looked that up. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go to my next one. I had it rated as the best concert I've ever been to, and in a lot of ways it is. But I actually have another one that's got a really great story, so I'll, I'll bring that one up next. But uh, I went to see. Um, those of you who don't know, I've been a Kiss fan forever, basically since I was. You guys are dead. Dead. Never sleep again. <laughs> so I saw Kiss. And I had seen them already, but I'd seen I saw them when they uh, put the makeup back on. Back in ninety six. Was this at the Marcus? This you know, honestly you know, it was not at the Marcus. It was not at the Marcus. It was I think it was at the Bradley Center, actually. Mm-hmm. Because I know it was indoors. I mean, like I said, I'd seen them before, but the times I'd seen them before, because they didn't have the makeup on, they didn't do their their old stage show, which I really wanted to see because they had some some of the best gimmicks I think that were had been used at least to that point on stage. Gene spitting blood, Ace playing his guitar so fast that it that it starts on fire and starts floating around the stage. I mean, Gene ends up on top of the stage. They have a big uh, structure built, and he's up there, and he sings a song from up there. It basically, they fly him up. Nobody could beat that um, at that time, and I would say probably still today, nobody could beat the stage show they put up. That I will give them. I heard they do put on a hell of a show. I'd never go see them, but I heard. They so do I mean, just so just for the sake that I've been a, a fan for so long, and basically by the time I was old enough to go see them, they weren't wearing the makeup anymore. And having to wait that amount of time and finally getting to see them, it was kind of like you talk about seeing seeing your heroes. Well, they were like kind of like my childhood heroes, and uh, yeah, it's still I'll never forget that one. I mean, I didn't even have that great of seats, but it was it was awesome to see. And of course, they sounded good because they always sound good. My next one is actually another No Doubt show from July of '97 again at the Marcus. Weezer opened up for him, and. Weezer's one of those bands that you don't realize has got a ton of hits until you see them live, and they just keep playing song after song after song that you actually know. And you're like, man, at that point, I'd never owned a Weezer CD. And every song that they sang, I could sing along to. I can't think of one song. Really? Buddy Holly. The Sweater Song. The Sweater Song. If you want to destroy my sweater. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They have a ton. Like I was it Island in the Sun? They got any good ones? Yeah, well, right now they've got they've got the cover of uh, they got the cover of Africa all right now. Yeah, and that, that's all right. I I still prefer the uh, original, but hash pipe. Right. Yeah, hash pipe. That one came. That's later. Yeah, I, Island in the Sun. I think it's called. Yeah. Like they, they have a ton of songs that you've heard. You know, Buddy Holly, don't you? I do know that. Yeah. yeah. And this was when No Doubt was probably. The hottest they've ever been. Like July of '97, they everything they did was huge. They were on the cover of like all the magazines, and they came on and just put on a hell of a show. And we were sitting fourth row for this one. There were four of us. And uh, what's amazing is actually when I was doing the research for the show, I was looking for the date and found a Journal Sentinel article from the time where they were promoting the show. Like who's going to be at the main stage of the Marcus all every day at Summerfest? Guess how much tickets were for the show. Seven dollars. To sit to sit in the back, they were fifteen dollars is what I paid for fourth row tickets to see. Holy shit! Yeah, you, they'd be 
ten times that now if you've ever seen No Doubt fourth row. And, yeah. But yeah, they put on a hell of a show and Weezer was way better than I thought they were gonna be. So I'm curious. Like you've had quite a few there and I know a lot of it's because you go, you went to so many Summerfest shows, but what do you think of the Marcus Amphitheater as a place to see a concert? I like the Marcus. Because I'd put it as the worst place I've ever seen a concert. Really? What don't you like about it? The fact that, okay, I might be a little bitter here. I was supposed to see a concert there back in the very early 90s, probably 91, 92, during Summerfest. It was supposed to be Poison and the Black Crows. The bass player Poison broke his finger or something like that, so they so they replaced it with Tesla, which I was okay with. I had seen Tesla several times. They were always good. Bought my tickets anyway. Went to see them. The Black Crows were, gave probably what is the worst performance of any band I've seen ever. First of all, the lead singer thought he was going to pass out. He looked like he weighed about 35 pounds, and he, and he sounded like he was about to pass out. Like There was no singing involved. It was terrible. But I guess good thing, bad thing, I didn't get to see a lot of it. Because the tickets that I bought, which were not supposed to be obstructed view, were very obstructed view. There was a big pillar in the way. I had to stand in the aisle in order to see the stage at all. I've always bought, when I've gone there, I've always bought center section. Like, I'll pay the list. I'll sit further back to sit center at, the, at that place. Or my favorite thing about that is the bleacher seats. I love sitting out in the bleachers. Unless it, unless it starts raining, then it kind of sucks, depending on the crowd that you're with. I would almost rather sit in the bleachers. Then sit under the cover there, right? And, and I get, I get that. And like I said, that part of it was because I waited to see who the replacement band was going to be before I bought my tickets. But why wouldn't you market those as obstructed view? Yeah, I don't know. But I've never, I, I've never. I'm trying to see where there's pillar, where there are even pillars. I would have place. been to the when you're looking there's at the pillars, stage. It would have been yeah. to the right, to the right side of the stage. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think I'd be pretty pissed. If I, I was. I mean, and like you said. It's not like tickets were. I probably paid right around that, you know, twelve to fifteen dollars at that time too. But they were not expensive. But other, other than the fact that the lead singer for the Colin Crows couldn't sing, how did the band sound when you were there? Like I realized part of the experience is seeing the band, but how how were the acoustics? Because I um, think I think their acoustics at that place are pretty pretty. Fantastic. And I've been I've been to a couple since then. There, I actually saw Kiss there once, and they're not horrible. They're not. I, I wouldn't say they're they're the best I've ever heard. Like I, like I think Alpine Valley sounds better, in my opinion. And I th- I look at that as kind of a a miniaturized Alpine Valley, just the way it's set up and everything like that. It's kind of this similar to the way Alpine Valley set up. So I would give Alpine Valley the a leg up on that, but not horrible. And and like I said, I saw Tesla. I've seen Tesla. I believe it's seven times now. They've sounded great every time I've heard them. So I, I just expect that out of them that they're going to sound good. Because I've probably seen, I'd say probably 90% of my concerts I've seen at, at that venue. At least 90% of the concerts that I paid for. I've and seen I, a lot of and I know I'm, I'm, I'm very much in the minority when I when I say that I, I don't like that as, as, as a venue. Um, another thing is when I did see Kiss there, I left at intermission to go use the bathroom. I missed half a Kiss's set by the time I got to back going to the bathroom. Yeah. That's how... There's not nearly enough like like there's people pissing in the in the electrical closet. Yeah. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> like I, I believe it. I was scared to walk in the bathroom. I this, thought there was going to be. This is one of the reasons why I don't drink a lot when I go to concerts. So 
because you have to go in. Yeah, and, and I and I didn't, but like like it's the one time during yeah. the whole concert that I had to use the bathroom. Yeah. You know, it was crazy. Yeah. You got another one? Because I think you're done, right? Um. Yeah, I'm pretty much done. I've got a couple other ones listed yeah. on here. All right, but I I actually I thought of this today on my on my drive up here. And I don't know why I didn't think of this when I was coming up with this. Maybe because musically, it wasn't anything super special, which it probably should have been. Because this was a ki- this was to see Kiss and Aerosmith at Alpine Valley, and okay, the band sounded good. You know, nothing great, nothing horrible. Just they sounded good. But the real story started before I ever got to the concert. So it was it was me and a bunch of people from work that were going to this concert. Okay, we're going to introduce <laughs> some, someone to this to the show. We're just going to call him Dodd. 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 So, Dodd was supposed to come with us. We were supposed to meet at a grocery store parking lot where we had rented a 15-passenger van to drive us down there. And I believe we had, like, 14 people going. So, we were going to be full up. Everybody gets their own time. We get all our coolers, all everything all loaded up, just ready to go. But we're waiting for Dodd and his girlfriend at the time. Call him. No answer. Oh, we wait. Give him another 10 minutes. Call him. I believe he answered then. Said, yeah, yeah, I'm just leaving. Dodd's driving from a half hour away. Okay. So what we're going to do is we're going to move to the other side of town so we can jump right on Highway 41 and, and start heading down to the concert when you get here. Okay, okay. We get over to the other side of town. Still no Dodd. We wait about 10, 15 minutes. Call him again. Yeah, I'm just passing such and such exit, which already doesn't make any sense because if he was first leaving when he had said, he'd have been there by by then. Well, he admitted later he hadn't even left at this point yet either. So we waited for a long time. He finally shows up. Gets on the the van. We jump on 41. We're heading out. So we get about Lamira, which is for people who don't know, that's probably what? 20 minutes. 20, 20 minutes or so away. And Dodd's like, oh shit, forgot my tickets. They're in my truck. <laughs> At this point, I said to Dodd, okay, there was another person that we knew of going to this concert that I was would rather not have ran into. I said, if we run into this personnel because of you, because we got to turn around again, or if we miss part of the concert, I'm going to be pissed. <coughs> we turn around, go get the tickets, jump back on 41, head down. We get down to the concert. Who do you think we parked behind? That person. That person that I was hoping to avoid. Matter of fact, that's the first person that greeted me when I got out of the van. I pretty sure I may have threatened Dodd's life. We missed the first band. Pretty sure I threatened his life again. But the saving grace was the concert was good. Who'd you go see? It was Kiss and Aerosmith. Oh, Kiss and Aerosmith. Kiss and Aerosmith. Sorry. Yeah. So, so you missed Aerosmith? No. Actually, there was an opening. There, there was an opening, okay. and I don't. Re- I should remember who it was. It was kind of one of those up and coming bands, and that's and they had like like one or two hits on the radio. So I kind of wanted to see what they were like in concert. Yeah, never did. Dad, thanks, Dad. <laughs> My last one. 
Uh, I saved this for last because he is the, in my opinion, greatest, I'm not going to say musician of all time, but he's the GOAT, in my opinion. Uh, Bob Dylan. Michael Jordan. <laughs> Bob Dylan. I saw this guy in November of 04, and of all places to see him, it was the Golf Sports Center in Oshkosh, Wisconsin, part of the UW Oshkosh campus. It still blows my I mind. Know. Like, that's weird. It was the last music concert they had there. Big music concert they had there because it was Bob Dylan and they didn't sell out, which I don't understand how you don't sell out Bob Dylan on a college I think campus. people thought it was a joke. Uh, like, maybe. there's no way Bob Dylan's coming here. He had no opening act, so he just walked on stage. He, he, it was just him. You paid just to see Bob Dylan. There was nobody opening for him. Maybe Come no up. one would open for him. Yeah. I, I wouldn't because you can't compete with him. <laughs> but it, it's... <laughs> It's probably the greatest show I've ever seen, and and I'm going to admit I'm biased because it's Bob Dylan, and I'm well, it's it's your Kiss concert. Yeah, it is basically. He it probably should have had Huey Lewis open for him. No, that'd no. have been interesting. No. Yeah, it would have been packed. That, that would have been that would have been uh, the list of con- worst concerts I've ever seen. That's not true. You liked Huey Lewis. No, I did not like Huey. You Lewis. said you liked no, it. You're like he, he like put it. on a good show. He loved, he loved him. It. Yeah, he put on a, he put on a good show. That doesn't mean I liked it. Pretty sure he was dancing um, too. I know he was. I was not dancing. Anyways, Bob Dylan played all of his hits, which is a good two, two and a half hour set. And then he played some of his songs that didn't really, you don't really hear on the radio. And the one thing I will say about Bob Dylan concerts, I've been to a lot of concerts. I've been to a lot of open air concerts. I've been to a lot of, a lot of concerts indoors. And, and there's weed at every one of them. Like, dude, I went and saw the Willie Porter band at Summerfest two days ago. I had people smoking weed right next to us. Two old guys were sitting there smoking weed. And wait a minute. There was two old guys smoking weed? Yeah. Was one of them Willie Nelson? No. No, no he died. Uh, yeah, Didn't I, you hear yeah. about it? Yeah, oh, here boy. it goes. How did he die, no, Halfman? No idea. He was playing on the road again. <laughs> <laughs> Never gets old, does it? <laughs> but the weed at this concert was phenomenal. Like, we were standing about halfway back. I, Wait, didn't, like, smoke it. I didn't smoke what? any of it. Oh. The amount of it, I should say. Oh, the amount. The okay. amount of weed was phenomenal. I just thought maybe, like... like like Bob Dylan fans, you know, they wouldn't settle for the cheap stuff. They I don't the think good they did. Stuff. I don't think they did because you can tell the difference even even when you're getting the secondhand high. Um, <laughs> and trust me, there was no way not to get the secondhand high when you're at the when you're at Cult Center and you got everybody smoking it. But we were we were like, about can you see back. the stage? Bare, I, that's where I'm going right now. We were about halfway back. It was all the smoke and then the lights from from the uh, from the stage setup. Like it was hard. It was like a concept. It was like he had a, a fog machine on stage that he that didn't exist. It, there was it, that much smoke. It was like the uh, the scene from Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Yeah, where you just see lights yes, and smoke. Basically, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was a great show. Like I said, he played like two and a half hours, and I'm not going to say that it sounded great because Culp is not a great place for a concert. No, Nor can more, you it's, understand him. It's more like a all. gymnasium. Well, it's kind of it's it's a sports concert. I, like I mean. The acoustics are going to be similar to that because yeah. of the way it's set up. Yeah, yeah. There was, I mean, there was a little bit of an echo in the back and stuff like that because it's not, obviously not set up to hold a Bob Dylan type show for sure. Like you can play a, a marching band in there. So how many people were actually there then? If they didn't sell out, I don't know. I don't know how many people. It, it was packed. Don't get me wrong, but because it was a general admission show, I think they can they can sell way more tickets than what they could for like a sporting event there. You know what I mean? Like. So there were probably close to five thousand people there, but I think that thing would hold close to seven thousand if you if you were. I was, was going to say I've, I've been in there. 
And five thousand people is quite a few in there. Yeah. But. Well, I know the like for a basketball game, they can hold two thousand. The bleachers hold two thousand basically. So right. figure figure the whole floor, and, and they set up the stage to like the back third of the building because he actually came in from the outside. He didn't come in like he didn't have a locker room or anything. He didn't drop from the ceiling or anything no. like that. <laughs> no, but it's it's not like he was on the he was on the side where there was no internal door. Like you had to come from the outside because they have doors that lead to the sure. outside. So he came from the outside and he took up about maybe a third of the the floor and then figure from there back to the concession stand it was just people standing and it was I mean not uncomfortable but there are people definitely in your personal space that you didn't know. Like somebody may have been smoking your weed and you didn't even know it. Well, I was I, I was smoking other, like without trying. I was smoking other people's weed because they were just so close. To me. <laughs> but it was a great show. I, you know, and one of the knocks after the show that that I read was, well, he didn't play anything acoustic, and it's like people Bob Dylan hasn't played acoustic since the sixties. You know, like he's not an acoustic band anymore. <laughs> but I thought it was great. Although I. Uh, I would probably actually pay to go see Bob Dylan acoustic. Well, everybody would. That's what he was famous for. But I'm telling you, like, his band rocks. Like, it's not what you think when you think about Dylan, when you see him live. Everything's a little bit faster. Everything's a little bit louder than what you would think it would be. Hmm. Interesting. I'd maybe pay 20 bucks. I think that's about all I paid. Like, yeah. And I was just student or just graduated, so I still had an ID, so I got the student price there. It was it was all right. Hmm. Really? You used your student discount to see Bob Dylan? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that tour that he was on, though, when he played golf, he actually, that's all he was playing were, like, college campuses. And he wasn't playing, like, Madison-type campuses. He was playing, like, these smaller satellite campuses. It was a pretty cool tour, like like I said. like a lot. Of, I mean, there was a lot of people there, but it was pretty fun. Hmm. I'd have went. Just yeah. to say I saw him. You yeah. should have. If I'd have known about it at the time. I think that was part of the problem why they didn't Why didn't you it. tell me, Keith? <laughs> I didn't know yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, but, like, the only radio station that was doing anything with this was up here was the oldie station. So, it didn't get any of the people who, like, listened. Like, none of the rock group, like, rock stations were advertising this. Yeah, and I, I don't think I listened much to the old, yeah. oldie station back then because I wasn't old yet. Yeah, I, I, I don't understand why. <laughs> yeah. Like, there was yeah. nowhere near the promotion that they needed for the show. Of course, I didn't think I listened to the oldie station now. Turns out my station just is the oldie yeah, station. Yeah, that's sad. <laughs> I was listening to the oldie station the other day, and they started playing Bon Jovi. I'm like, dude, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> I bought the CD when it was out. <laughs> what do you mean? This can't be old. I used to listen to this on the school bus. Oh, wait. <laughs> that's how many years, though. Yeah. Uh, 30 for me. Yeah. 20-something for me. It's oldies. Anybody got anything else? I think... I think we got her covered. All right. Well, let's wrap this up. Uh, first thing we want to do is thank the Pull Tops for letting us use our music. Again, they have wonderful music. Check them out at www.thepulltops.com. I uh, got to thank our sponsor, Craig Peterson. We mentioned him earlier. He's a good friend of Happens. If you stop down to Summit Automotive in Fond du Lac and you buy a car off of him, mention our podcast and he'll give you 50 bucks in gas. It's a pretty good deal. I'm glad he's giving back to the listeners. Uh, if you need to get a hold of us, you can find us at on Facebook at a little less conversation podcast, or you can email us at a little less conversation podcast at gmail.com. If you want to t- 
tweet at us. You can find us at a little less con one. I'd like to start hitting those things up because uh, we, we really want to see what people think of our podcast. Um, also, we're on iTunes and Stitcher. If you're listening, if you like what you hear, give us a five-star rating. I think that pretty much sums it up. Okay. Give us a three-star rating and yeah, we'll just be angry at yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us how bad we suck. I don't even care, just as long as we get some feedback. Hey, if we suck that bad, we'll try to improve, maybe. I don't know. We're kind of dicks, so we might not. We'll, we'll, cut, we'll cut Keith out. Yeah, that, that could be, yeah. <laughs> yeah I think that was, idea kind of was to start this podcast. We'll just get rid of him. Survival uh, of the fittest, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening, and we hope that you uh, tune in next time to listen to us again. Bye-bye.